Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. In the last few weeks, I mean, we just finished a series in the last Sunday on walking through your valleys, walking through your valleys. And today I want to start a new series entitled I'm All In. Somebody say, I'm all in. I'm all in. Amen. Now, let me ask you a question. When I say that, that phrase there, I'm all in, what does that mean to you? No turning back? Two meanings? <laughs> What's that? Amen. All in. Yes, all of you. All the way. <laughs> Come on. Anybody else have any more that you can add to that? All in. Sold out. I like that word. Sold out. You're all in. <laughs> well, you're supposed to be all in. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, you know, all that that you said, I mean, it's true. I mean, it's it's all of you. You got you got to be sold out to it. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a marriage. Amen. It's a, that I'm there. You know, all in. That means that you can count on me. I'm all in. Come on. I mean, here in Vegas, when you're at a, a casino table and you say I'm all in, what are you doing? You're putting all your chips. I mean, you're putting it all in. And hallelujah. Come on, we're here in Vegas, amen, we can use that, hallelujah. So, you know, in other words, what I'm really trying to get to is that I am fully committed. It's fully committed, amen. A lot of people don't like that C word, amen. But, but if you're all in, you got to be fully committed, amen. God is looking today for a people not just committed, but fully committed, Fully committed is kind of like my sister was saying, I'm not, I'm not just here, I'm, I'm just kind of committed. No, no, I'm all in. I'm fully committed. You can count on me. You can count on me, God. I, I am there. I'm in. You got me all. Amen. You, I, all of me belongs to you. I am fully committed. In other words, Lord, I'm all in. See, fully committed means that you're focused. See, what the world is right now, they're not focused. There's so many distractions, so much confusion, so much things, so much questions out there, even to the Christian, even to the church today. They're, they're puzzled, amen. And we should not be a people that are puzzled. We should be a people that are fully committed. And if we're fully committed, then we are focused, and your eye is always on the prize. All in means nothing is going to stop you, amen. Come on, uh, come on, from pursuing God. You're so focused that you get into a zone. Come on, what we need is a Christian zone today, hallelujah. 
We need people that are zoned in as disciples of Jesus Christ. They're zoned in, amen, that nothing distracts them. Come on, no news, no media, no, no, no Facebook stuff, amen, distracts the people of God, amen. When you're so focused, amen, uh, you're in a zone, amen. And when you get into a zone, church, uh, you get on fire. Come on, somebody. Somebody say fire. Come on, it's on fire. This might like my wife was saying, amen. It's the Holy Ghost fire that when you're in a zone, the Holy Spirit falls upon you, amen. And you start to get on fire. When a basketball player starts to get in the zone, that means that he's making basket after basket after basket, amen. They said that boy's on fire fire, amen, hallelujah, even Kobe, when he used to get on fire, amen, he'd blow his fingers, because his hands were on fire, I mean, there was this fire, he just look at his hands, amen, each time when he started to, when he started to score basket after basket and scoring his points, amen, he was on fire, Listen, if we're going to experience victory, and that's our banner for 2020, then we, say I, come on, we must be a people that are fully committed. Especially in the time of crisis that we're facing right now. A people that will say, I'm all in. I'm not playing church. I'm all in. I'm not, I'm not playing Christianity. I'm not... Plain, uh, you know, uh, I know I'm serving God one day and not serving him the next day. Amen. I'm all in. You can count on me. I'm committed. We need to be fully committed in the time of crisis, church. Or you're going to fall away. You're going to get comfortable. Oh, so many people right now are comfortable. You know, I, I have nothing against Facebook Live, but Facebook Live gets people comfortable. <laughs> well, you got to be fully committed. They may be committed, but when you come to church, you're fully committed. Well, you know, we we got we to get out of the zone. We, get, we can get comfortable. Now, I'm not saying anything for those that are uncomfortable, those are, that are not feeling it, or those that, you know, uh, don't feel safe. I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about comfortable. Come on, I'm talking about you can be here, but you choose to stay there because you can just grab your pajamas. You don't have to change. Some of you guys maybe don't even have to brush your teeth. Whoa, commit to something, hallelujah. You're getting too comfortable. That's just way too comfortable, Amen. And when you do that, church, listen, you become uncommitted. And that's what the enemy wants. Come on. Church, it is not time to scatter. It's time to gather. Come on. The, the enemy has struck, amen, our nation around the world, amen, and has caused uh, the people to scatter, amen. Uh, come on, our shepherd has been struck, the church has been struck, amen, uh, and people have scattered. Uh, but now it's time for the church to gather, amen. It's time for us to come together, amen, and recommit our lives to the things of God. When you are fully committed, you are energized. Come on, somebody. Come on, come on, you're motivated, amen. When, when, come on, when you're committed, there's something inside of you, amen, uh, that just gets you excited for the things of God. Uh, it's in when you come uh, uh, to a place in your, in your life when you make a decision in your mind that I'm not turning back. It's like my brother said, I'm going what? 
all the way, amen. I've, I've drawn the line. I say, you know what? I'm not going back there anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to stay on this side because I am fully committed to my God. I'm fully committed to the things that God has called me to, amen. I have drawn that line, and I'm not turning back. Come on, tell your neighbor, don't look back. Don't look back. There's nothing back there, church. Come on, that's why we're moving forward. God is a God that always moves us forward, amen. The enemy always wants to take you back. It's time to move forward. Can somebody say amen? It's time to say I'm all in. Somebody say I'm all in. See, when you're feeling unenergized or unmotivated or comfortable, then maybe the problem lies in your commitment. You lost focus of the finish line. Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, 13 and 14, it says this, But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Here's a man that has gone through crisis. Here's a man that has gone through seasons in his life. Here's a man that has done things wrong in the past that says, you know what? I don't want to go back there. I don't want to, I want to forget those things that I've done in the past. My thing is to go forward and keep my eye on the prize. Amen. I'm going forward in Jesus. I want you to know that those emotions described here by Paul are possible. This impossible when we are fully committed in our walk with God. When you are fully committed, you can let go of the past. When you are fully committed, amen, you don't have to worry about that because you know what? You're not that anymore, amen. Come on, you are new creation, hallelujah. Come on, all the things are from the old are passed away, amen, and everything becomes what? Brand new, amen. As you go forward in God, amen, you can walk into destiny. You can walk into what God called you to be, amen. He called you to be a son and a daughter of God, amen. He called you into good things and not bad things. It's time to step forward. Don't look back there no more. That's the problem with a lot of us. We look back. We look back. Remember Lot's wife? Paul said, don't be like Lot's wife. Don't be like Lot's wife. <laughs> don't be salty, amen, hallelujah. <laughs> so in this series, we're going to go through the process of helping you Helping me, helping us get fully committed. And for some of us, it is a perfect time to get recommitted. Come on, somebody say amen. You guys ready? You ready? First thing you got to do what? Start by committing yourself. You have to commit yourself. Don't worry about anybody else. You got to worry about you. Come on, somebody say me. You got to worry about you. You got to commit yourself. See, some of us, some here today are in the same place as you were last year. Hello. Come on, some of you are in the same valleys. You're walking through the same valleys. Uh, you're walking through the same things. And what it is, what it, what's actually happening in your Christian walk, instead of going forward, you're walking in circles. Come on, you ever been there in your walk? 
Man, I just, I can't just seem to go forward. I seem like I'm just stuck here. I seem like, you know what? I can't get through this. I, I can't move forward, amen. I, I'm still stuck in this, in this place, and I can't move forward from this place. And a lot of it, listen, has to do with your commitments. Come on, somebody say, uh-oh. Come on. This has to start with you. You have to make a commitment to move forward. You have to make a commitment to the Lord because if you're committed to God, he's going to take you forward. He won't have you go in circles, church. It's always forward with God. Amen. It's always pressing on with God. It's never in a circle. It's never going behind. It's always going forward. So if we're in a life that way where you're going through a cycle, amen, and you get a little victory, but you seem to tumble back down and you end up in the same valley, it lies with your commitment. For some of us, it's shut down. That we have gone through in this season that that that, that hit our our nation and our world. Amen. Uh, in this in 2020, in the beginning of 2020, church, uh, this shutdown has messed some some people in this place. Come on, it's just messed you up. Some of you guys are so lost, you don't know what to do now. Some have faced death in their families, sickness, loss of job. Even those that have come back to the church kind of feel out of place. You come in, where do I sit? I, well, I can't sit there no more. I can't sit there. Well, man. Well, wait a minute. I can't sit there. That was my favorite chair right here. I can't sit here. He's talking. He's never even sat there before. He's over there. He said, they got my chair. She got my cherry. I'm over there. I mean, we've come in and we we kind of we feel lost. What I do? What I do? I can't do this. I can't shake. Oh, I can't shake your hand. I can't hug you. We oh. kind of feel lost. For some, it didn't affect them at all. Life's normal. Same old thing. Get up, go to work, go home. Get up, go to work, go home. Routine. In other words, listen, minimum commitment. They weren't committed before. It's been a routine in life. See, a commitment to God, there's something different every day. <laughs> there's something new every day. Come on, come on. His, his mercies on you every day. Come on, there's a joy in your heart every day. Because when you're committed to God, yeah, that can be routine of life, amen. But your, your, your spiritual life is not a routine. It should take you deeper in this time, amen, that, that during this course of shutdown, a commitment level inside of you should have rose up. Should have alerted your spirit. Should have caused you to drop on your knees and repent. Maybe this crisis has caused you to lose your focus, which has caused you to disengage yourself from God and from others. A plan from the enemy. This social distancing is not from God. It's from the enemy. Well, I got a word for you. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I... Know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. 
This is what the Lord will say to you today, church. Come on. Uh, his plans are never to harm you. Uh, his plans are always to bless you uh, and to move you forward. Amen. It's to give you hope uh, and a future. Amen. Uh, when you're committed to God, you understand the plan of God in your life. And that is to bless you uh, and take you forward even in the midst of a crisis. Because God is always faithful to you. Paul says the old things are passed away, and behold, all things are new. I'm here to declare to you, I'm here to prophesy to you, church, that the new is on its way. The new is on its way, amen. Uh, God says in the last days he's going to pour out a new wine, amen. Uh, come on, something new is going to be. It's going to be a, 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 a revival like never before. It's coming, church, and it's coming to the church. That's going to be affecting the whole world. Are you ready for the new? And today, we're going to start to talk about how we can be fully committed in our walk with God and how we can say, I'm all in. Our main text right now, that was my intro. Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't worry, amen. You won't, it won't be here that long. <laughs> our main text, amen, in our series is going to be found in 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. And the Word of God says this, For the eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. Come on. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those who are whose hearts are fully committed to him. Notice that you got to understand here that God is looking for a people uh, that are fully committed, those that are all in him, and those that will worship him uh, in spirit and in truth, a people without spot or without blemish. Notice what God does for those people. What does he do? He strengthens them. How many need some strength here? Come on. How many have been weakened through this crisis? How many got hit with a low blow like, man, where did that come from? I mean, the whole nation, this was a low blow. I mean, this came out of nowhere, church. It just came. The, our whole society, our whole world has changed overnight. And God wants to strengthen you because he knows that some of us are weakened through this. Some of us were wondering what's going on. Some of us are, are dismayed of what's going on in our world. Amen. But if we read the word of God, hello, you know what God's, what's, what he's up to, what he's doing. Amen. In the midst of what seems what is bad, God always turns it for the good. He always turns it to benefit us. Amen. So the devil thinks he's knocking us down, but in reality, he wants to strengthen us now. God wants to strengthen us. He wants to take us out, and God wants to give us strength. Amen. He wants to kill us, and God wants to give us life. It's always the opposite with God and what's going on. And so when something bad hits us, God says, I'm about to do something good in you. He brings a strengthening through us, church. And God wants you to do that. When you are fully committed to him, he is going to strengthen you in the midst of your crisis, whether it be a home crisis or a family crisis, 
in a nation crisis. When you and I are fully committed with God, I mean, it means that he is our main source. Not Facebook. <laughs> not the news. Not anything else. Not CNN. Not anything else out there. Do you know the media just blows it up because they want to get their ratings higher? And they'll bring fear. They'll bring all kinds of stuff, man. We need to go back into the Word of God. You need to open your Bible, amen, and start reading about God. Start reading about end times. Start reading what God is about to do. Because at the end, church, we win, amen. The devil loses. We win, amen. Come on, all glory belongs to us, church. When you and I are fully committed, it means that he is our main source. He is the source of all power for our lives. I don't call on anybody else. I don't change my God in the midst of crisis. I know who my God is. I, I know who Jesus is. I, his blood still works, church. I, come on, his salvation still works. And I can tell you right now that Jesus is alive and well today as he ever been. Our God has not been dethroned, church. He's been lifted higher. He's been lifted higher, church. And this is what we as a church need to declare. If we are fully committed with God. It means that when we go through problems, valleys, church, God is always on our side. He's always walking with us, amen, to empower us and to strengthen us. It means when you face disappointments, come on, church, hallelujah, God will, God's strength will lift you up and help you through. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. You don't have this one, but it says, Do, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Tell your neighbor, don't fear. It's not a time to fear, church. Jesus is near. Hallelujah. He's here. Not time to fear. Jesus is near. That's a new shirt for PCLE right there. Remember underdog? No need to fear. Underdog. No, some of you guys don't even know underdog. <laughs> Come on, he says, don't fear. I'm with you. I'm always with you. I'm always there. You don't have to be dismayed. Uh, come on, I'm your God. Amen. Uh, come on, I'm there. I will strengthen you. I will help you. And I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. It means that when we start to worry, hello, or uncertainty starts to happen within our lives, amen, uh, God's power will give us peace of mind. God's power will give you peace. Go to God for peace. Run to him. He'll give you peace. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7 says this. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Be specific. What do you, Anybody have a need here? Come on. Don't complain about your need. Tell him about your need. Come on. That's all we do is complain. We need to pray. We need to We need to tell him. Be specific to God. Come on, God. There's nothing wrong with saying, God, I'm worried. Come on, we're human. Come on. Anybody worry here? Come on, we all worry. That, that, that Everyone worries. Don't live in worry. Come on, don't live there. Amen. God says, yeah, we worry, but he says, don't worry. You got to go to him. Come to God. He says, don't worry. Pray. 
Pray lines you up with God. It's always in alignment with God. When you drop to your knees, hope comes. When you drop to your knees, peace comes. When you drop to your knees, man, uh, there's something that happens in your spirit that reminds you uh, that I'm God Almighty. I'm there, amen. I'm the Alpha, the Omega. I'm the bright and morning star. I made all creation. I can take care of you, son. I got you, daughter, if you come to me. So don't worry. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and then thank him. Man, have you thanked Jesus today? Come on, you gotta thank, when you open your eyes, oh, thank you, Lord, for another day. Oh, thank you, Lord, she's still there. Hallelujah. <laughs> I still got my wife. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. You see, because Thanksgiving automatically reminds you how good he is. Thanksgiving always reminds you that, man, what he's done in the past, he'll do again. Come on, he, he reminds you of all the things. Come on, has he done anything good for you? Come on, you can look back. When you start to think back uh, of all the things you've done, amen, then something starts to live inside of you, and all of a sudden worry starts to leave, and hope starts to rise up inside of you. Come on, somebody. Thank him for all the things he's done, and then, listen, you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 12 uh, verse 9, Paul, Jesus told Paul, Amen. My, my power is made perfect in weakness. Come on, there's, there's, there's perfection in Christ, church. When you're weak, he's strong. Come on, somebody. Come on, and it goes on to say in, in, in 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10, so, so, I'm, so I'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in insults, hardships, persecution, troubles that I suffer for Christ, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Take delight, church. Boast about your Jesus. Come on. I may be weak, but my God's strong. Hallelujah. I may be feeling like I'm going down, but he's about to lift me up. Amen. Come on. You got to start to say all the good things of God. He's there to help us through that when we are weak, then he is strong, church. You see, there is power. Somebody say power. Power in a life that is committed or all in life. There's power of being fully committed. God makes his strength available to us. It's there for us, church. You just got to call on it. You just got to tap into it. Come on, when you're feeling weak, plug in. Get the word. Drop on your knees. Call out to Jesus. Thank him. Do something, amen, and watch him show up. Watch him remind you, I, I've been here. I've I just been waiting for you. you be, i just been waiting to uh, you to turn to me, ask me something, tell me something. I'm, I'm right here. He's always in preparation to help you. Can somebody say amen? I want you, I want to challenge you to make a decision today. To walk out of here saying, I'm all in. I'm all in. No, don't think about it. I'm all in. When you, when you think about it, you lost already. When you say next week, you lost already. You got to make up your mind. I'm all in. I'm all in. Who wants to walk out like that? I'm all in. I'm all in. You got to make a decision. Come on, if you want success, you want to move, you want, to, you want power in your life, you want to be helped through this time of uncertainties in our lives, in our nation right now, God is looking for a people that are all in. 
And if you don't, listen, if you don't, you're going to struggle. You are going to lose in this crisis. You're going to get lost in this crisis. You've got to make a decision and say, I'm all in. What's happening now, guys, we've got to get really, really, really serious about what we need to do. God's looking for fully committed people. And for those that are committed, he's going to strengthen during this time, especially during this time. And if you're just playing it and you're just letting the enemy or, or, or friends or family or, or the media put some confusion in your, in your mind, amen, and you're not committed and you're like, I, I don't know, you're uncertain and everything like that, you're going to lose church. This is not a time to second-guess God. It's a time to guess on God and say, God, I'm in. God, I, I, I repent. God, I'm sorry for the ways of not being fully committed to you. God, I'm sorry for, for looking back. I'm, for things, even get right with God, and let's move forward and say, God, I'm all in. It has to start today. Tell your neighbor it starts today. It starts today. And guess what? It starts tomorrow again. It's not just a one-time saying, church. It's an everyday saying, church. It starts today. It's going to start tomorrow. It'll start on Tuesday. It'll start on Wednesday. You got to make that decision every single day. God, I'm all in. God, I start my day. I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for what you're going to do. But God, I'm all in today. God, I serve you. You're my king. You're my Lord. You're my Savior. I am all in before I go to work. I'm all in before I start my day. Paul says, every, every day I die to myself. Come on, just because you're all in one time doesn't mean that your, your flesh is dies. Or the enemy says, oh, I can't mess with her, and her anymore. I can't mess with them anymore. No, like the devil's scared of you now. No, no, no. Let me tell you, he's at your bed like this. Come on, get up, get up. And for some of you, it works. Got to make a decision, man. Right when you wake up, oh, my, I'm open my eyes. I know he's there. I'm all in, God. Okay, where are you? Now you're ready. You cannot procrastinate this time. Come on, you can't say, oh, I'm, I'm in, I'm not, I'm in, I'm in. All you're doing is dancing with the devil. I feel good. No, I don't. I feel good. I don't. I don't. So many Christians dancing that. I'm here. I'm in. I'm good. God, I'm here, Pastor. What do you want me to do? I don't like him. got to make up your mind. you got to make a commitment, amen. That means that whatever hits you, whatever you face, or whatever you go through, amen, you're in it for the long haul. You're not going to get up and go because someone offended you. No, I'm here. I'm all in here, amen. I'm going to work this out. This is my family. That's my brother. That's my sister. I'm here for the long haul. I'm all in. It's not time to procrastinate. It's not time. To be lukewarm. 
If you don't want to be lukewarm, read Revelation chapter 314 about the church of Laodicea. You don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that person. God says, I'd rather have you in or out. Make up your mind. You're in, let's do it. You're out, good luck. Not in and out. Too many in and out Christians. We're not talking in and out burgers here. In and out Christians. I'm getting hungry, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, we can't be in and out, church. Just be in. Be in. Hold on. And let's just go forward. It's a great ride with Christ. I made a decision 25 years ago when I rededicated my life to the Lord. Lord, I'm in this time. And I have never looked back. The enemy has caused me to look back. He's whistled to get my attention to look back. But no, I said, God, I can't look back. There's times I've faltered. There are times that I've made mistakes. Yeah, but God is always there to pick me up. I'll strengthen you. Get up, son. Get up. Get up. Keep on going. Don't stay down. Keep going. God's always pushing me going forward, forward, forward. So I want to see you guys do is just go forward, forward, forward. I'm here to help you push. Go forward. That's all. Go forward. Come on. Don't give up. But some people, I got to do this. Amen. Come on, just keep going. Come on, come on. Come on, that's, when I, that's love right there. Hallelujah. That's, that's just real love right there. Real love when you can just push some brother to go forward. Amen. But I want the best for you guys. God wants the best for you guys. It's about going forward. I drawn the line. I said, I'm never going to let go of God. I let go of God before. I will never let him go again. This is by his grace, so I'm standing here before you, church. I should have been lost and, and dead back there. But his amazing grace and his mercies that are new every single day has got me to the point where I'm at right now. And I understand that, and I thank him. And let me tell you, each time I start to thank him, I don't have to worry. I just pray. And I just keep my eye on the prize. I keep going forward. I don't focus on the storms and the things and the distractions to my left and right because I don't want to sink. I want to continue to just walk on water with God and continue to go forward with Him. If I keep my eyes on Him, church, we never sink. We never, we never lose focus. We never lose strength or hope when our eyes are on Jesus. Can somebody say amen? Let me start by saying that God is fully committed to you. Do you know that? God's all in. You made a commitment to him. He goes, I'm all in. I'm all in. I, I, I'm all in in your life. I'm right there for you. I'm committed. Amen. If you can measure God's commitment in your life, in my life, it'd be 100%. God is fully committed at all times to us. God says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Look at what David says in Psalms 139, 1 through 6. It says, oh, Lord, you examine my heart. You know everything about me. You know, when I sit down or I stand up, you know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel or when I'm, I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it. Lord, you go before me and you follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. God is fully committed to you. Come on, somebody. Come on. No matter where you go, he's there with you. 
He is committed with you. Amen. Uh, he knows the good things about you, and he knows the bad things about you. Come on, somebody. He knows when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake, church. Come on. Uh, but despite of our personalities, uh, he chooses to love us uh, and desires a relationship uh, with you and I. Amen. God is all in all the time. He wants to spend time with you. God wants to bring you into his presence. He welcomes you. He wants to embrace you when you're scared, comfort you when you're worrying. God is always there to supply every need in your life right now. David goes on to say in Psalms 139, 23 to 24, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything that in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Listen, church, the question is not, God, where are you in this crisis? The real question is, are you committed to him in this crisis? Now, where are you, God? Are you committed? That's the real question that we should be asking ourselves. See, there's a lot of Christians running from God instead of to God. You can't run, you can't run away from God. Even when I ran away and I backslid and did my thing, he came looking for me. He kept looking for me, kept tugging on me. He chased me. Prayers kept him consistent for me. And he was there when I was in my miry pit, my lowest low. And he was looking down at me, and he tells me, are you ready to come home? And I looked up at him when I was at my lowest, and I said, yes. He grabbed me by my hand and picked me up. He's never left me, church even when I left him. So much God loves us. He's right there, church. I know that there are times that we don't feel him. Or we think, uh, where are you in this, God? But he's right there. He's fully committed to your life. See, my God is not a distant God. He's a right there God. He's always right there. Because he says, I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. So how do we show our commitment to God? By simply following him. Be Christ-like. <laughs> be Christ-like. It's not a hard thing, church. That's how God wants it, to be like Jesus. We gotta be, that's, our, that's the goal for all of us, It's to be like Christ. Not to be, find yourself who I am. No, it's be like Jesus. We're not looking for a, uh, uh, some kind of uh, personality that we're going to be or, or some kind of person. No, we got to just be like Jesus. You see, when we take more of his attitude and actions and character of him upon our lives, uh, his, his character of Christ upon our commitment level goes up. When you start to act like Jesus, talk like Jesus, everything just starts to go up. Your commitment level starts to go up. 
Luke chapter 9, 23 to 25 says, it says this. He said to all of them, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is for someone to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit their very life? Look what the Message Bible puts it, how they put it, how it puts it. He told them what they could expect from themselves, for themselves. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not, the, you're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to finding yourself, your true self. What good would it be uh, to, uh, what, we, what good would it do to get everything you want than to lose the real you? If any one of you is embarrassed with me and the way I'm leading you, know that the Son of Man will be far more embarrassed with you when he arrives with all his splendor in the company of the Father and the holy angels. This isn't, you realize, a pie in the sky by and by. For some who have, been, uh, have taken their stand right here are... Is going to uh, here are going to see what happens. They'll see with their own eyes the kingdom of God. We got to follow. Follow means commitment, church. Commitment. You got to deny. Somebody say deny. You got to deny. You got to pick up your cross and follow. We must pattern our lives after His, and do what the Word of God says to do. Come on. Right now, you know, we, I can't pattern after what a, another church is doing. I cannot pattern what they're doing in, uh, in California. I cannot pattern anything like that. I got to pattern what God's telling me to do. I got to seek for, for us. I got to seek for the flock that's here. I got to say, God, what is it that we need to do here at PCLV? God, I got to seek you. It's working over there. It's not working over there. Whatever. I can't. I can't. I, I got to follow his pattern. God, I need your direction. I need your clarity. I need your understanding for us here, for me as, as a shepherd, uh, for my wife and I as, a, as, as uh, under-shepherds of this flock to say, God, help us to lead your people. No one has ever taught us this. But the Word of God always teaches us. And so, God, in the times of uncertainties, God, I call upon you. In times of uncertainties in your life, you got to call upon God and, and build that relationship with Him, and He'll help you, guide you through. we got to pattern our lives and just simply just do what the Word of God is telling us to do. We have to say, I'm all in. That means that we need to connect, grow, and contribute. Say connect, grow, and contribute. These are the ingredients, listen, of a healthy church. Something that we need to do if we are going to move forward, church. We need to connect. Don't forsake the assembly of God's people. Now that's what it means to connect. Don't, 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 don't give this up. The church is always going to be a place to connect. Doesn't mean don't connect. Doesn't mean you don't assemble. Doesn't mean you just watch 
on Facebook or on YouTube or whatever it is. And, and there are moments for that, and that's great for people, amen, that want to tap in. We have a bigger audience on, on Facebook Live, uh, amen, than here, amen. Uh, but you know what? It's a connection. But, but us, we have a church. Don't forsake this. Connect, grow, and contribute. Connect, grow, and contribute. That is a healthy church. And there's something that God would do in the midst of us. And I'm not saying that God can't move in your living room, but something happens here, church. Worship is different than worshiping in your living room at times. We're coming hungry, and we're coming hurting, and we're coming to encourage one another. God encourages as a body. God is everywhere, I know. You can meet God, and you can have God in your home. But there's something special when we're together. Come on, there. let me tell you something. There will be no social distancing in heaven. Distance, brothers, distance. It was never meant to be, church. Come on, we're not going to be on Facebook Live in heaven. We're going to be together. We need to come back together. The church is scattered. It's time to gather. It's time for us to come together as a church and be the church. And we need these ingredients and to be that healthy church that will move forward to connect, grow, and contribute. Psalms 26, verse 2, and I'll close with this. Examine me, O God, and try me. Test my mind and my heart. Those are things that we need to do today. Today, I want you to examine your hearts. I want you to examine right now your relationship with God. And I want you to ask, answer this question in your mind. Don't, don't shout it out. What is your commitment level to him? Come on, think about it. What is your commitment level from a scale of 1 to 10? And be honest within yourself. Come on, don't lie to yourself. <laughs> you know. Oh, you know. What is your commitment level? From 1 to 10, what is it? Are you all in? Are you 100%? Where do you fall? Could you improve on your level of commitment? If your answer is yes, because my answer is yes, let's deny ourselves every single day then, church. Let's pick up our crosses. Always add, put on your crown, and let's follow Jesus. It has to be every single day, church. If you're going to be like Jesus, he suffered, you're going to suffer. We're going to go through some pains, church. Not give your life to Jesus and live happily ever after. <laughs> no, there's trials and storms and battles. Oh, my. It's here. The battle's real. But our scripture says about victory... The battle belongs to the Lord. He's victorious in battle. He is a warrior and he fights for you. And all of a sudden, when you start to believe that, that warrior spirit comes upon you. And we can all be like David. Little David take out our giants. Feels good when a small person beats up a big person, huh? <laughs> 
Yeah, you thought you were big, yeah. I'm not saying go pick fights, little guys. <laughs> I'm just saying it feels good when you overcome something big in your life. You thought it was going to overwhelm you because the enemy is big. The enemy is huge. Come on, the Bible, some versions call him the great enemy, the great adversary. Whoa, 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 it's okay. Don't worry, I'm still here. The rapture didn't happen, no, no. <laughs> I hope it didn't happen. Amen. Otherwise, we're all in trouble. Amen. <laughs> we're all in, God. <laughs> but uh, let's pick up our crosses. Let's follow Him. Amen. Let's be fully committed with our walk with God by saying, "I'm all." Somebody say, "I'm all."